Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well. I don't know about you, but I've just had enough of cooked food. Maybe it's because we've got, you know, children in the house. I feel obliged to be providing cooked meals regularly. I am a dinner lady. Oh, and I don't know if you saw, I put it on Twitter a while ago now. My family held for me, are you ready for this, an awards ceremony on the worst meals I have cooked so far. That was very nice, wasn't it? I did pretend to find it hilariously funny, uh, but obviously was silently seething uh, inside. It turns out my tuna chunk stir fry uh, got the top award, which, well, between you and me, I have to agree with, but I'm not telling them that. Anyway, I've had enough. Obviously, I respect and admire teachers, um, and this time has made me appreciate them. But what about the dinner ladies? Oh my goodness, gold star to dinner ladies. I don't know how they do it. Everybody likes something done differently. One person likes only carrots raw. The other one only likes them done cooked slightly. The only the other person likes them well cooked. One vegetable, three ways. How is that even possible? Oh, so I've just in the sort of slop it on, on the plate now. That's where we are, the slop period of time. So that's good. Um, so yes, I'm completely fed up of cooked lunches and all I want to eat now are sandwiches. Maybe that's because in a past life, when I used to be out of the house, I would enjoy a nice sandwich for lunch. Well, that's I just can't bear to eat anything cooked at the moment, unless it's been cooked by somebody else. Then I'll happily eat it, which actually probably is quite a reflection on my very poor standards of cooking. Um, but never mind. Yes sandwiches are the thing and a new revelation i have to say transforms a cheese sandwich um with some garlic mayonnaise but i use the extra light mayonnaise so i don't need to feel guilty and then i've got like this garlic paste i don't know if you can get it in a tube i keep it in the fridge and then just whack that in the in the mayonnaise as well and there you go transforms it you see you come on here for book recommendations and you get cheese sandwich recommendations life doesn't get much better than that now does it so 
We've got some really good books to talk to you about this week and one I'm not sure about. There we go. I've got to be honest. I was looking back at the reviews that I've done uh, for different books. Oh, gosh, I first started on Instagram doing the book reviews two and a half years ago and I used to be a lot more determined, I think we could say, in my book reviews. There were some I would give one, two, three out of ten. One that I would like, one that I liked, I gave 9.999. Not 10 out of 10. No, no, no. 9.999. So I think I need to be a bit more imaginative and I need to own a book. If I don't like it so much, I'm not going to be horrible about it, but I'm I'm going to be a bit more honest. So there we go. Um, and don't forget, we've got this wonderful new Facebook group. You're joining. Welcome. It's wonderful. Um, if you fancy chatting about books, please join us on Facebook. If you look for the Quick Book Reviews podcast group, You'll find us. Um, it's the same sort of picture of me holding a book, looking very orange around the gills. Um, and uh, yeah, join the fun. It'd be great to see you there. I love hearing about what books you're reading. So many different ones. And I'll come on to that later. So the first book I've got to talk to you about is actually an audiobook. There we go. There's a change. It's called Fair Warning and it's by Michael Connolly. Now, you... I imagine you might have heard about Michael Connolly. You may have watched the detective series Bosch. Well, that's written by Michael. He's he's an accomplished crime author. And originally he was a journalist himself. Um, I've been a fan of Michael's for a long time. I went along to Cheltenham Literature Festival. I think it was about two, three years ago. Got to see him and then got to have him sign a book. And had a photo taken with him. And I was so excited about this. And afterwards, showing people the photo, then I looked at the photo. And in the photo, I am grinning like a lunatic. And Michael Connolly is sitting there looking, frankly, scared. So that was good. Not not embarrassing at all. Um, but yes, I was lucky enough to be given a sort of a preview audiobook to listen to, which I'm very grateful for. Thank you, Orion, for that. And um, OK, where are we with my Michael Connolly? Since he stopped writing The Lawyer, the Lincoln Lawyer series, I haven't read as much of his as perhaps I should have. In fact, I've stopped reading them, let's be honest. And as his series has progressed, because he, he does produce a book quite regularly, not too regularly, but, you know, there, there's a series of books... I felt more and more sort of set back and you think, well, when do I jump in? Do I just start with this book or do I go back to the one that I um, first missed and then follow the series from that point? And you just get a bit a bit lost, really, especially as so many other books to read. So I am really grateful that I got almost sort of pushed, prompted, shall we say, pushed is strong, prompted. Uh, asked if I wanted to review this book because it's got me back in. My goodness, this man can write crime. He really can. Um, I was gripped. I uh, enjoyed the, the twists and turns. Um, I was worried about the characters. I cared about the characters. I could visualise it in my mind. Uh, it was really good. So let me tell you about it. How do you find a killer who knows everything about you? 
Jack McAvoy is a reporter with a track record in finding killers, but he's never been accused of being one himself. Jack went on one date with Tina Portrero. The next thing he knows, the police are at his house telling Jack he's a suspect in her murder. Maybe it's because he didn't like being accused of a crime he didn't commit. Or maybe it's because the method of her murder is so chilling that he can't get it out of his head. But as he uses his journalistic skills to open doors closed to the police, Jack walks a thin line between suspect and detective, between investigation and obsession, on the trail of a killer who knows his victims better than they know themselves. This was a great book. Now, I just listened to it, as I say, on audiobook. It's got two narrators and I was entranced. I wanted to keep listening to it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So if you like a really good crime book, then I would say this is one for you. And do not worry about when you jump into the series. Just if you can find one of his books, read them. I am definitely fully committed now back into reading his books. I thought this was a really strong book and it's made me realise that sometimes other authors that I've read maybe not as strong um, this guy just sort of pulls out all the toys in the box he knows he's got the full skill set and uh, yes I think you can tell from that that I really enjoyed it what background soundtrack would be running while I listen to that well I suppose you're listening to it it's harder to have a a background but it's sort of I don't know a sort of a dire strait does anyone remember dire straits let's just say a strong drum and guitar piece in the background and uh, yes probably nobody remembers dire straits apologies to dire straits if they're listening saying everybody remembers us um but I'm probably showing my age with that one but never mind so that was um, Michael Connolly and his new book Fair Warning Oh, and I should say you can get it in hardback, audiobook and ebook as well. Um, the release date, I think it's the 26th of May. Um, yes, 26th of May. So there you go. It's available for you. Now, the next book is one that's uh, recently come out. Uh, it's called Rules for Perfect Murders by Peter Swanson. Now, I'd heard about this. Um, on the front, it says Anthony Horowitz. It says it's uh, fiendish good fun. Well, I think Anthony Horowitz is a superb writer. So if he thinks it's fiendish good fun, I was in. Um, and then I was listening to a podcast I enjoy called Partners in Crime. Um, it's weekly, funny enough, like all the good ones are. And they were talking about crime books, who'd have thought? And uh, they were saying, Robert Dawes was saying that he had heard about this book. I don't think he'd read it at that point. Maybe he'd just started it, but he was talking about the blurb and it just sounded really interesting. So I thought, right, I need to read that. Let me tell you. A series of unsolved murders with one thing in common. Each of the deaths bears an eerie resemblance to the crimes depicted in classic mystery novels. The deaths lead FBI agent Gwen Mulvey to Boston's Old Devil's Bookshop. Owner Malcolm Kershaw had once posted an online article titled My Eight Favourite Murders and there seems to be a deadly link between the deaths and his list, which includes Agatha Christie's The ABC Murders, Patricia Highsmith's Strangers on a Train and Donna Tartt's The Secret History. Can the killer be stopped before all eight of these perfect murders have been reenacted? I enjoyed this book. It's set in a bookshop 
what can go wrong. Well, parts of it are set in a bookshop. Um, so I, I love that start to the book and the fact that it pays sort of homage to different authors. I didn't know, I don't think I'm giving anything away here. I didn't know that A.A. Milne, who wrote Winnie the Pooh, had written um, a crime book. Let me find it. The Red House Mystery, written in 1922 by A.A. Milne. I love the idea of reading that book in fact I need to find that one um, a gun goes off in a locked room sort of a locked room mystery so that's so that sounds good so it's got books in books it's got characters that you um, don't know who to trust clearly there are murders happening but you don't know why and how is it a crime detective no although a detective is a key character in it it's just, I'd say more of a sort of mystery thriller, but with crime, underlying crimes. That makes no sense at all, does it? It's just, it's a crime thrillery mystery book. Um, I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't give it 10 out of 10, um, but I'd give it sort of eight out of 10. I th yeah, I thought it was, it was really good. It kept me reading. I wanted to find out what happened. Um, I would definitely read more of Peter Swanson's. In fact, I think I've got another one of his that I need to pull up. Um, I have a feeling I have read one of his some time ago. Um, ah, The Kind Worth Killing. Yes. And he, ah, oh, he wrote uh, The Girl with a Clock for a Heart um, before she knew him. Yes, of course. In fact, The Kind Worth Killing was a Richard and Judy book club pick at one point, And I think that's where I first came across it. So this guy is an accomplished writer. It's set in America um, and it does keep you guessing until the end. A good ending, not a good, haha, and it's an interesting ending. Um, and uh, certainly one that I would suggest you have a look at. Um, so what soundtrack would be playing throughout that? It would, it's hard to think because it would have to be a soundtrack that keeps changing, changing tone and pace. Almost um, an orchestral one, but that, um, I'm not saying this is a classic book, it's not but in one where the whole pace and the instruments are constantly changing so that you're just sort of left in jeopardy. What's going on and how is this going to end? So I'm really glad I read that one. So Rules for Perfect Murders by Peter Swanson in hardback, ebook and audiobook. I don't know about you, but have you noticed how expensive hardback books are? You're trying to support authors who have books being published and they're sort of 18, 20 pounds. It's a huge sum of money for people to have to afford. So anyway, there we go. Um, right. The next book is my, mm, I'm not sure a book. I bought this to support the author. She put on Twitter that she was uh, really looking forward to celebrating her publication day. And of course, with everything going on, was uh, stuck at home. So I thought, right, I'm going to support you. I'm going to I'm going to get your book. It's called The Mothers by Sarah Jane Norton. It's not a bad book. Don't get me wrong. It's just, well, let me, it, it's just to do with the big twist. For me, it was just obvious as to what that twist was, but I still really enjoyed it. And I think it's so hard for authors because they spend so much time plotting these books 
and trying to allow the twist to be a surprise. It can't be a surprise for everybody. And just because I got this twist, often I don't get the twist at all. So I think it was complete fluke. And I apologise to the author that, that I'm saying that. But I've got to be honest. So it's The Mothers by Sarah Jane Norton. Let me read you the blurb. Five women. They meet at their NCT group. The only thing they have in common is they're all pregnant. Five secrets. Three years later, they're all good friends, aren't they? One missing husband. He's disappeared with a life-changing amount of money. Now the police have come knocking. Someone knows something. And the trouble with secrets is that someone always tells. I really enjoyed the fact that it was based in a NCT group, certainly in England, um, if you're uh, having a baby or I don't know what ages it goes to if you've already got children. But anyway, you can join the this uh, trust and uh, you get to go to meetings in your area. People often make friends. I was never included in this when I had children. I don't know why. Maybe it was where I was living. Who knows? But I've never been part of the NCT thing, but it all sounds jolly good fun. And so I was interested to read a book about that and see if that gave a particular slant on it. Um, I liked the characters. I liked the mystery. I liked the fact that you keep turning the pages, wondering what's going to happen and the plot does change. As I say, for me... The big Tada ending was very obvious to me, but I do think that's just me. And I would really, I'd really commend that you get the book and see what you think, whether you, it was a real surprise to you or not. Even if it isn't a surprise, it's still a good book. Um, it is just lovely, though, isn't it? When you're reading something and there's a there's a punch at the end, not a real punch. Obviously, I think we're clear on that. But a real twist and a turn where you just think, oh, I had no idea that that was going to happen. I love that in films. I love it in books. Um, it, it's just something I enjoy. And it's kind of a reward, I think, for the time that you've invested in the book. And maybe it's a sad reflection on a lot of books, but a lot of them need a good twist at the end. This book doesn't rely on that good twist twisty turn at the end because it's good throughout um, but for me I just did work that out and I'm really really sorry Sarah J Norton that I did but um, it didn't change it it's a good book so there we go now one book left and this is one we're doing in book club so you may have seen me talking about this but it's it's a short book it's a hundred and 36 pages, H.E. Bates, The Darling Buds of May. Um, now, I remember this being on TV as a series. I'd never read the book and I didn't even realise, to be honest, that it had been published as a book. But we were talking in book club, online book club, about how some of us were finding it difficult to concentrate. Time was an issue, whether work commitments or family commitments. Um, and we just wanted something not not easy easy but one thing that would just take us away take us out of uh, where we are and be um be able to picture it enough that you could really be included in that oh i didn't even give a theme tune a soundtrack to the mothers did i now i do apologize so i should have given a, a soundtrack for that last book i was talking about the mothers um I would say for the mothers, it's a bit of a sort of Alanis Morissette. Do you, I don't know if you've heard of her, but I'd say one of her songs in the background where you're sort of um, 
yeah, there's some something really good to meaty to listen to, and uh, and it's a good song throughout. So that's one I'd say for that. Anyway, sorry, back to the darling buds of May. So we've uh, done this for book club. I knew I was going to enjoy it. I knew it would be quite a quick read. 130 whatever pages isn't a long read for me. And so I had been sort of savouring it and, and waiting for it. And uh, the biggest thing that I took from this book is food. Food, alcohol, um, family, uh, summer. This glorious sense of a traditional British summer. Just the way that the, the, the meadows, the countryside is described, the way the heat's described. Oh, it's, it's lovely. I really enjoyed it. And for the first two thirds, I loved it. I kept thinking, right, I'm going to order the other ones in this series. I'm going to get them all. I'm going to watch the programme as well. It's beautiful escapism. It's a happy time and it makes me want to go and eat ice cream. The fact that this family um, gets uh, lovely fresh pineapple, slice it up and then douse it in thick Jersey cream. I just thought, wow, I'm game. I'm in. <laughs> pineapple and cream. Here I am. I'm happy to take part in that. Uh, and it did make me hungry. I love the fact that they're always having ice creams and fish and chips. And it's just it's just great. But about two thirds of the way through, I started to struggle. Now, one problem with that is I didn't read it in one sitting. I'd read it a few times, really enjoyed it. Then I got to two thirds picked it up and then I started to have problems with it so it could very well have been me and I'd be interested to know what they say at book club about this we'll be talking about it, about it very soon but for me it started to grate a bit in terms of this the sort of um male female divide at that time you know it it set some decades ago and I just I started to feel a bit uncomfortable, but I still really enjoyed it. I love the ending. Um, I thought it's a, a glorious free book, um, not free financially, but just it, it, there's a great freedom in the story and the way that the characters live that you don't see these days. Uh, and so I still really enjoyed it. I'd probably give it um, eight, eight and a half out of 10 there were times when I was going to give it 10 out of 10 and as I say I only changed part way through when I picked the book up again and it could have been all the stuff I was dealing with in the day you know I then carried with me when I started reading the book I don't know I'll give it a break and then I'll go on to to the next one but it's it's great Darling Buds of May H.E. Bates um, and they use the word perfect a lot and I found I'm using that word as, as well afterwards perfect it's a good summary of things so there we go oh now what theme tune what soundtrack would be with the darling buds of May I can't think but it would be a beautiful slightly it's not classical piece but older piece with piano and a trumpet in I'm thinking thinking a trumpet um but what that piece would be, I don't know. Please read the book and please tell me what that might be. Any suggestions? Very welcome. So we've gone through them all. We've uh, talked about Michael Connolly's Fair Warning. We've talked about Rules for Perfect Murders by Peter Swanson. Um, we've also talked about The Mothers, Sarah Jane Norton. And finally, The Darling Buds of May by H.E. Bates. Now, I have to give a book of the week. 
and uh, it's it's obvious which one I'm going to do. Michael Connolly's Fair Warning book of the week definitely really enjoyed that one. Um, some really good books to choose from, but but that one was was the top one for me, and I'm back into reading Michael Connolly's as a result. So that's that's very good. Uh, I'm sure Michael be so pleased when he hears that. Anyway, um, back to the Facebook group more people have been reading books and talking about them and um, ah, one that I've heard so much about but I haven't read Helen's reading uh, Wackenhurst by uh, Michelle Parver is it Anne is reading A Dress Unknown by Cressman Taylor Amanda's reading The Mirror and the Light by Hilary Mantel and uh, Jill is reading Joanne Harris's The Strawberry Thief so Wackenhurst I've heard about, but I haven't read. Address Unknown I have read. I thought it was brilliant. It's a very short book. Um, it's set sort of World War Two time. Um, and it's it's not it's not upsetting, it's unnerving, and it gives another point of view with this sort of correspondence between two people that were friends and uh, what happens is that friendship is tested. Um the Mirror and the Light, Hilary Mantel, gosh, of course I've heard about it. I did listen to this one narrated on the radio, but I haven't got the book. Um, and The Strawberry Thief, I'm sure I've read that, but that would be going back quite a long time. But great, more selections. I just love it. So if you feel like joining the fun, joining the party um, and uh, seeing just how strange I am, but even more so, please join our group on Facebook. It's the Quick Book Reviews podcast group. Uh, just have a look and you'll, you'll see me there. And you can get hold of me in the usual ways on Instagram, on Twitter. You can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. It's great when you get in touch and tell me what books you're reading. If you've read any of the books that I've mentioned and you agreed or disagreed, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And I'll be back again soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one ever. See you again soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.